You're just too good to be true Welcome to a new edition of the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino. On this episode, we talk with author, life coach, and co-owner of the Pink Group, Hashandra Smith. Over the last 20 years, the voice of Hashandra has been heard by millions worldwide. As co-owner of the Pink Group, a branding and marketing team, she was able to self-publish her first book in 2017 called Attached. She is an experienced writer and motivational speaker who shares significant parts of her journey rooted in her authentic mindset changes. Through books, events, and music, she approaches uncomfortable and relatable topics in an unbiased manner, capturing the hearts and minds of her audience leaving each individual with life-changing tools. Enjoy this interview. Before I get into your life and, and what you do, what, what makes you, what motivates you, I want to begin with COVID. In the last three years, has been quite a time for all of us. And I'm wondering how you survived it and how it's changed the way that not only you live, but the way that you conduct business now. Well, of course, COVID kind of took everybody by surprise. Um, the way that it changed my life and the way that I conduct business I actually started using my skills on a computer more with branding and marketing, um, updating my website, actually utilizing my website where I was more of a hands-on type person. And then I also uh, was into CMOS, if you're familiar with that, and I actually started my CMOS gummy line. So I was very fortunate not to catch COVID. Uh, no one really close around me as far as my children or my mom. Um, none of us actually experienced COVID. So that, that, was, that was very, very good. Let's get to the essence of, of what you do. I'm going to put you in front of a bunch of third graders at a career day. And one of the kids looks up at you and says, what do you do for a living? How would you answer them? I would basically tell them that I'm a spark. I'm the person that motivates people to be a better version of themselves. And I do it through events, books, and music. So how would you explain it to me? How, how exactly would you explain what you do to someone like me? So when I'm speaking with someone um, who is an adult, I would literally almost tell them the same thing, but I am a motivational speaker, a nonprofit founder, I am a business owner of Don't Overthink Me LLC. I'm an author, a songwriter, and a actual, I actually sing as well, so I'm an artist. Let's go back to when you were in the third grade. What did you dream about being when you grew up? When I was in the third grade, no, hands down, the only thing I wanted to do was be a singer. I love a microphone. A microphone, even to this day, is probably my favorite tool. I love to talk on the mic. I love to speak. I love to entertain. And more, more importantly, I love to encourage and motivate people. I love to see people smile. And I love to see things change for the better. And I've always been like that as a kid. Very curious, um, very into plants and animals and just learning how things evolve. So you're living the dream that you wanted to, uh, wanted to be when you were young. I actually am, but it took me quite a while to get here, just um, basically dismissing a lot of things that people told me that I should do. I did go to college. I went to college for organizational management, and I have my degree, and I actually utilize it now, but it took me some time to get to the point of being comfortable with utilizing my talents and my gifts, because I have a lot. I have quite a lot of talents and gifts, and I had to get myself to understand that I didn't have to just pinpoint one, that I could be me, be every part of me, and be successful while being me. So let's go back to your roots. 
growing up. Tell me where you were born and raised, and how these seeds got in you when you were a child. How did they become who you are as a creative person now? So I was originally born in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, so I've got a good part of the city life. My grandparents were raised in Georgia, a very small town called Patterson, Georgia, one red light, very close-knit community. So I, my mom, she worked a lot, and my grandparents were moving back home because they were in Philadelphia as well. And I wound up coming down to Georgia with my grandparents, and this is where I have resided, resided since then. So here... I was just introduced to a lot of community projects. There was a lot of people around me who had a lot of hands-on with the community. Ever since I was a little girl, I loved to entertain. Just being in front of my grandparents, we had a lot of company, very family-oriented, community-oriented. So I was always entertaining, singing, the person at church singing, putting together little community events for, like, today, Valentine's Day, or just um, happy uh, the Halloween Fest, just putting together and organizing things for people to do. So from a kid, uh, just observing the people around me and just doing what I love, it just molded me into the person that I am today. So who would you consider a hero or a role model for you that's been consistent in your life? So I believe that my role model for me is my grandfather. And I can say both of my grandfathers. With the book I wrote, I actually dedicated it to my all of my grandparents, and I call them my wisdom. But I have two particular grandfathers that were just very influential in my life. And one of them was a pastor. And when he passed away when I was 14, it was just really mind-blowing to me. And I, it took a lot to just pull through because he was the person who – thought outside the box. He was always giving me wisdom that didn't make sense at the time, but I had to grow into understanding that wisdom. And with my other grandfather, he was just so practical, the person who I could always be myself around. And both of them motivated me, whether I was singing the worst song ever or I was performing the best piece ever, they were still encouraging me, like, sing, you know, do you. And just hearing their voices in the back of my head as an adult just pushing me, it has it still helps me today. So those are my biggest role models in my life. So as an author and a musician, what was an album or a book for you growing up that really inspired you that still resonates with you to this day? Totally, I am a Lauren Hill fan. So the miseducation of Lauren Hill is one piece or one album that really motivates me. I love the fact that she took her time, she made it made the album, she made it from real life experiences and she made people feel her, you know, really understand her and put the music in a sense where she was still expressing herself, but other people could understand what she said. And it's timeless. Even today, her music is still heard. And so when I do my pieces as far as music, when I write the books that I write, I make sure that they're timeless and that people can still read them 100 years from now and still feel something. Still, can, They still can relate. So timeless music, um, timeless writings are very important to me. Also universal, something that everybody can relate to. So I'm very – Lauren Hill is like – my idol. That's the one person that I would just love to meet. You may just answer my next question. If you can meet anybody alive on the planet right now, who would you love to meet and talk to? 
Yes, it would have to be Lauren Hill. <laughs> right on. It would have right to on. be Lauren Hill. So, you know, every day you wake up, you have things that you do, and you're obviously a very creative, busy, business-oriented person. I'm curious, what, what is it that motivates you? What, what sends you through the day and makes you want to do what you do? So there's three things that I do every single day that brings my motivation back if it's to, I guess, what I say, die down just a little bit. I talk to myself, I listen to myself, and I grace myself. Just always telling myself the positive things, listening and seeing what I'm saying to myself, making sure that I'm uplifting myself and being realistic with myself, and then just gracing myself to live every single day. Like we were put on this planet to live. And so while I'm here, I actually want to live. I don't want to think about living every day. I want to actually be present and in the moment of living, still, you know, preparing for the future, but not overthinking. And that's part of, of what I do with my business, Don't Overthink Me LLC, just helping people to uh, calm down, to be able to motivate themselves when all the other voices can't be heard and it's just you and yourself, just being able to speak to yourself. So that's, that's the ways that I motivate myself every day, by talking to myself, listening to myself, and gracing myself. So at the end of the day, how do you quantify a good day? How do you look back and say that day worked? That was a good one. I use my measuring stick. Just, you know, I make a list. Most most days I'm working off of a list because when I wake up in the morning, I ask myself, what are we doing today? I look at my itinerary, just take a moment to breathe, wake up a few, hour, a few hours early just to take a moment to breathe. And at the end of the day, I look back at what I told myself at the beginning of the day and see if I actually did it. Also, leaving some room for the unexpected to happen, you know, being ready for whatever because we, we want opportunities to come. We want great moments to come and unexpected moments to come. So having that plan but still leaving room for great things to happen. So that's how I just measure my day out by what I tell myself in the morning. As you look back on your life right now, what are you the proudest of? What, what is it that you've done that you genuinely feel like that was the best moment? The best thing that I have done in my life was accept me for me, just understanding me and giving myself room to grow and to develop into me, you know, loving me and being okay with being me, understanding I'm not going to be perfect and just being Hassandra. So that's been my biggest accomplishment, not holding back my creativity, not being apologetic about my creativity, not being apologetic about being a light because that was one issue that I had in life. Sometimes I can step in a room and I can outshine everyone in the room without even trying. And so I was kind of, you know, talked about for it or certain things I wouldn't be invited to. So I had to just get out of having to dull me down in order to amplify other people and just get around some people that I can be myself around and actually be myself. That is my biggest accomplishment that I'm so proud of, just being comfortable in my own skin. So if you have a dream tonight and you run into like your 20-year-old version and you could give that version of you a piece of advice based on the wisdom you've gained, the roads that you've gone down, what advice would you give your younger self? I would definitely tell my younger self to shine. Be you. Be you. It's okay. Relax. Just be you. Don't worry about the future. Just live in the present and be who you are. So I'm, I'm grateful for the transitions that I've had in life, but if I could just go back 
17 years, I would definitely tell my 20-year-old self to just relax and be you. So everyone out there has a perception of you, your family, your friends, your clients, business associates, but you live your life. You're in control of it. What's your perception of you? Who do you think you are? I think that I am Hassandra. <laughs> Honestly, I think that I'm, I'm a spark. I think that I am someone who's creative, someone who's very loving and kind, but someone who's also very realistic. One of the best characteristics that I believe that I have is that I'm able to take a look at myself, to identify my flaws, and to fix them to become a better version of me. So I'm someone who don't mind correction, um, being corrected, but more importantly, knowing the tools and utilizing those tools to correct me to, to become a better version of me. So if anyone out there wants to get your book, they want to hear your music, hire you, get involved with any of your services, where's the best place for them to go? So they could find me at www.hasandra.me. And it actually, that's my website. It has everything that I do, every part of me from my nonprofit to my consulting business, my marketing and branding business, also my CMOS gummies and all of my products, such as my books and my music. Beautiful. This has been wonderful. Thank you for opening up. Thank you, Brace, for being flexible to talk today. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks for tuning in to another famous interview with Joe Domino, where we cover the world of art, literature, business, spirituality, music, and more from around the globe. If you want to hear more interviews, visit the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino channel on YouTube. You can also find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for listening, and until next time. Oh.